Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Once again, Midflight Brawl is brought to you by our good mates at Heaps Normal. Delicious, independent, non-alcoholic beer. Get on to heapsnormal.com. Chuck in duty free at checkout for free shipping around Australia. And, Heggy, it is it is Christmas. It is Christmas this week. Oh, what a great time of year to be walking down the street with a heaps normal, your other hand giving the finger to a pig. Nothing they can do. Also, it's the it's the time of year that divorces are at their highest rate because people just get around their family and go, I fucking hate these guys. So there's generally, I reckon, a skinful, though. But do you think, what, divorces are going through on Boxing Day, are they? Is that what happens? They are that adamant. Divorces and murders through the roof oh. at this time of year. Yeah. And that's because people have a skinful and look at their family. Don't make that mistake. Drink a heaps normal. Keep the feelings to yourself. Yell into a pillow and do some deadlifts. Or alternatively, just hate <laughs> your in-laws with a clear head. <laughs> Articulate yourself better for the forms. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> I'm not slurring my words. These are heaps normals. I fucking hate you too. You ruined my life. <laughs> Heapsnormal.com, duty-free at checkout for free shipping. Boy. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf. At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the out this crashes. Out the fucking door. Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. How was your holiday, mate? Mate, when it was good, it was good. Uh, and then sometimes the kids made a lot of noise. But I don't know. I'm, I feel like I'm preaching to the choir nah. with you. You've done a lot more holidays with kids than I have. Yeah, they can do that. Bit of noise here and there. Not much shush on holidays. There, yeah. I did get a message on our Mid-Flight Brawl uh, Instagram, though. Bike named Scott. He said the most bizarre coincidence just occurred yesterday. I was listening to the most recent episode on the way down to Lawn and just finished it as I pulled up to park the car near the beach. Hopped out for a quick toilet stop and heard a dad chatting to his child and thought to myself, geez, that voice sounds familiar. It was none other than Nick Cody himself. Ah, oh, there you go. Star spotting. He's probably telling my son, wash your fucking feet. Yeah. Don't bring that shit in the house. <laughs> I reckon the time between stopping the pod and then hearing the great man outside the lawn, t- lawn toilets was about 15 seconds. Oh, great. Nothing weirder than that. Yeah, it's great. I don't know if you've ever done I've I've fallen asleep with headphones in before and I was listening to uh, our mates, the Little Dum Dum Club, mm. and I fell asleep on the couch and my wife said at one point, I said, fuck off, Carl. Great. Like I was just chatting back to it. So, Man, probably worse. I was very recently, <laughs> and this sounds going to sound bad, I was listening to – myself uh, perform stand-up to try and get it back in my head because i got to relearn an old show. Mm. And I dozed off, obviously, fucking boring. And uh, (laughs) I thought to myself while I was dozing off, this fucking ass I was doing my jokes. I was sort of (laughs) as if I was at a gig listening to someone doing one of my jokes. I was quite mad. Woke up swinging fists. Makes you think, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Which I assume is how most of your days start anyway. Yeah, but it's... (laughs) You stay out of my way when you hear the alarm go off, I tell you. <laughs> well, because it is Christmas time and we celebrate everything Christmas here, we want to thank the people that have uh, that have kept the lights on at MFB HQ all year. Oh, yeah. The patrons. Thank you very much, everyone, for getting on board. Uh, you're the ones keeping this going and keeping Conrad in a job, sort of, and um, – <laughs> 
and us to be able to make this. So, yeah, thanks very much. Uh, we put the call out, as you say, to the patrons to My favorite abuse song. the scummies. Yep, get to send in your abuse. So that's why you've got to join the Patreon. By the way, a lot of Patreon members uh, sent us messages saying, uh, you you and the listeners shaming us last year is what made me join. So it's good to know bullying is still working for the better. Totally works. People don't like it. You yeah. don't have to like it. It works. <laughs> it's like medicine. You don't have to like a needle in your arm, but it works. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we kick off? Yeah, go on. I'll start. I've got a, we've got a half each, but you, yeah. Yeah, you, you do a few. I'll do a few. These go are on. a few messages. Uh, this one's from Cam Bailey. Dear freeloading parasites, may your child one day bring home a Jaden and the next time you fly Qantas, your flight gets substituted to a Jetstar one. Pay up and pull your weight, you dirty shits. Don't ruin Christmas, you bunch of seat sniffers. Keep up the episodes, boys. <laughs> I like it. i got one from Tyler. It says, Dear Uncle Fez, a.k.a. Uncle Squirrel Nuts, surely with all the dodgy shit you shift on Marketplace, you can... Swing some boys some cash instead of listening on my dime, you tight-ass fucking Shetland human, fuck you little man, filth rat cunt. Quite abusive, some of the ones I've got in my hands. <laughs> Typing all that oh. onto the internet and hitting send is, yeah. is great. This one, Mark, Mark's request, he's going, to get a, he's going to get himself a little audio clip in here. This is from Mark. All the non-Patreon members should be... Status arrested. For stealing great comedy for free. Not only is my 10 bucks a month the only way we can get outside comedy and independent thought into the Republic of Western Australia, it is funding Australia's favourite larrikins, <laughs> upcoming kids' book series, The Adventures of Jaden and Braden. It also lets Heggy hire a nerd to fix his recent search history. Last time we bullied Ratto into becoming a Patreon. This time it's time for my brother Mike to cough up. Thanks, Mark. I like it. See you at Patreon soon, Mike. I've got one uh, quite refreshing because mine are a little he-him-centric. Um, turns out women don't quite like abusing and being aggressive as much as me, even though they can if they want, Nick. Don't worry about it. But i got one from Karen, and it says, being a patron of Midflight Brawl is as good as the hot, refreshed towels you used to get on respectable airlines. Level up, cunts. So little kicker at the end. <laughs> This is from Jake. My brother Sam desperately wants Heggy's jerky recipe, but he's too cheap to subscribe to the Patreon. Is it possible that you can give out the recipe to Patreon so I can eat it slash feed it to his dog and never give that cheap fuck any? <laughs> Absolutely. I'll load it up this week. It's all Christmas spirit seeping out of the pores of these messages. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got one from Troy. It's about time you miserable cunts started paying up. Stop being freeloaders and help my old mate Heggy out from Osher. <laughs> Even though it's not. It's from Troy. So he's trying to land my mate in the shit for bad language. A bit of bad language in there. Should have uh, got, done a disclaimer at the start. I reckon. So if, you're going to hear some fruity language. If you've heard 92 episodes of this and you've tuned into 93 yeah. and you're shocked by what's coming out of our mouths, fuck, makes you think, um, doesn't it? <laughs> Oh, and there's a lot of these messages. We're going to pepper them through just to annoy people, yeah. no? Yeah. Is that oh, the game? Most definitely. You know how it works Excellent. here. Um, you're up uh, You're up on the Golden Coast. You're back in yeah. your spiritual home. Man, yeah. The Sunshine State just got here. How is it? Well, I just got here. I went for a swim and set this up. So can't tell you so far. So far, so good, though. Pretty easy through the border. Uh, I... Totally Cindy Law put it up here, drove all night, and I'm routed. I'm about to go to bed <laughs> now, after this. Is, is the car behind you, your weekly uh, yeah. Zoom background, is that your car? Oh, I know. Because I remember I, I was just with you in Sydney the other week and I don't remember a, a V-Dub Beetle. No. This is a, uh, for a the cream. aficionados, it's a uh, sort of a yellowish uh, 70s V-Dub Beetle. Yeah, you, it's a colour you can't get in cars anymore. No, not really. Yeah. <laughs> Whose is this one? You it's in America. You just get a bright yellow one and leave it outside. <laughs> yeah, it's in America. Yeah. This car belongs to, you'll know this guy. OJ Simpson. No, he was too famous no, young. No, no, no. Yeah. He had a white Bronco. Mm. It's probably not his only vehicle. That's why I thought you were trying to stitch me up. This guy managed to escape and spend a bit of time down in Florida where oh. he went particularly crackers. Oh, that, that doesn't narrow it down much. Toward the end of his spree. Oh, fuck. I've got no idea. He's been executed. Bundy. Yes. Oh! 
Jenny! I've thrown it out a few times. It's gonna, it's yeah. gonna stick once. <laughs> <laughs> nice car. Yes, yeah, cool little car. That's what some of his victims thought. <laughs> My dad had one of those. He had a purple one. Oh, did he? Yeah, he had a purple one. There was a hole in the bottom of the passenger side seat uh, floor. Floor. Yeah. And so, yeah, drive over puddles, put your feet up. Yeah, right. Some shit's going to come through. <laughs> cool little car. Yeah. Um, should we kick on, mate? Mate, we most definitely should. Let's do it. Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Right, eh? Well played. Well done. Good job. Um, all right, all right. All right. So, so we're looking at uh, this week. We're looking at uh, December 25, 2009. Ooh, hold on. I need a couple of things here. I need this harp. And did you say December 25? That I did. Well, that'd be ruined Christmas. Oh, no. It's Christmas time. As the Seppos call it, 2009. <laughs> it's easier that way somehow. I love that. <laughs> oh, I don't. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Again, no, I just think, oh, wow, do what you want to do, be who you want to be, yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> not that far. Yeah, there are limits. <laughs> <Not> that... <laughs> 2009, Christmas Day, what's happened there? Well, what do you make of Christmas? Is it your, I've got a few grievances. <sighs> Man, but, um... I reckon I could pick any of the 365 days in a year and then an extra one every four years and you'd have a grievance with it. Christmas for me is <laughs> I could just pick it random and you go, oh, fucking oh, August 10th. Yeah. I'll tell you, cunt, about <laughs> August 10th. Don't you worry. Uh, <laughs> Christmas Christmas for me, not as big as it is to my wife. My wife and her family, it's like their favourite time of year. They fucking love it. They're mad for it. Massive family get-togethers, the – uh, Rallos change the house each year. People sleep. It's fucking huge. Yeah, right. They go get the Griswolds on the roof, put lights <laughs> up and all that. Yeah, they Slay do. out the front. Not not too crazy. Not enough that the neighbours would come past and get photos on a walk, but oh. it, it, there is definitely Christmas spirit. Yeah. Um, to me, Christmas is uh, just December 23rd going, ah, fuck, and just going to High Point, two in the morning. Oh, yeah. Go for on. a bit of all-night shopping and then. Just getting everyone gift certificates online. Yeah. Well, for, you can get gift certificates at the 7-Eleven these days for- You could do it all there. Electronic something. I don't know. Just hand over cash. Man, you could go to a Smoke Mart or an Australia Post. Everyone everyone sells gifts now. Everybody's getting an Essendon Bombers truck straight out of Australia Post. Australia Post have got stable tables, mate. You just <laughs> got to get there at the right time to get your team <laughs> for everyone. <laughs> I, you know what I- what do you hate about it? Well, I mean, f- fuck. Um, <laughs> Chrissy, that's probably the word. Like as an abbreviation, that's always bothered me. I don't like the sound of it. People go, what are you doing for Chrissy? Ugh. It's not unlike, to me, that's not unlike sort of preggers. Yeah. Like I, I think trying to trivialise or disrespect pregnancy by saying she's preggers, that's, oh, it's, it's as long as the word pregnant. Chrissy, Chrissy yeah. is as long as Christmas. Just yeah. say Christmas, please. Don't say Chrissy. <laughs> Ugh. Anyway, um, this week though we're looking at good old Northwest Airlines again. Ooh, wow. Um, they have achieved more, I reckon, than anyone in terms of incidents and accidents. They have got an extensive fucking list. Uh, this one's flight two five three from Amsterdam to Detroit, Rock City. Um. Northwest Airlines Flight 253, not to be confused with Northwest Airlines Flight 255, which we've covered before, the sole survivor being a uh, four-year-old girl who earned herself an ice cream in hospital the next day. (laughs) 255, is that the same route, just going the other way? No. Completely different. Different route. Um, It was a pretty eventful airline, though, Northwest. Cease operations a mere month after today's incident got absorbed by Delta. Mm-hmm. Same predicament a lot of individuals have found themselves in for the last six months or so. Um, interesting read, though, about Northwest Airlines, uh, extensive accidents. Like, I don't want to get off on the wrong foot here. Oh, jeez. Uh, oh, let me 
Let me get it ready. No, no. It's all right. A couple of victimless crimes, though, that they have been involved in. Um, 1990, the whole cockpit crew were arrested and eventually jailed for getting on the beers the night before. Three blokes boozed up. Yeah. Flew the plane the next day. Got done. What? Landed it? Yeah, everything's fine. I don't What's the issue, officer? Well, I don't know. They could have potentially, retrospectively, put those people in danger in the nanny state. Didn't they? Did they? So No, they didn't. It's rather like uh, my mates when they turn up at home, wake up in the morning in their car in their own hedge. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> I've got a mate and that, that is one thing. Even on my full licence, I'm yet to have a half a beer and drive a car. For some reason, I'm just fucking terrified. I've got a mate that was a constant wake up in the morning and go, fuck, I've got to go get my car, walk out the front. Hold on. It's already here. <laughs> yeah. Makes you think, doesn't it? Someone's taken the liberty of bringing it back, leaving the keys in it, leaving it running. Door open. <laughs> they did pay a cost, though. Somebody has left a kebab wrapper on the passenger seat. Oh, yeah. And that lamb, <laughs> that spare lamb meat has cooked up in the morning sun. So the car's a bit stinky. But it is back. Um, another another classic. Uh, in, in, in October 2009, just before this one, and I remembered this one well before I started reading about planes all the time, probably before I had the internet, to be honest. <laughs> Um, there was a Northwest flight from San Diego to Minneapolis, mm-hmm. and these dudes just overshot the mark oh. by 150 miles. Asleep. They denied falling asleep, but they totally <laughs> fell asleep. No fucking way they weren't asleep. <laughs> Is that, if you deny it, can they, can they just say, all right, um, is it like being caught for something at school and you're on camera? And they go, mate, if you just say you did it, You'll be in a bit of trouble, but not too much. But yeah. if you make us play this tape back, yeah, you're in big trouble because you just pull the black box out. Yeah, you, oh, you never fall for that. Yeah. Went a bit quiet there, didn't you? Always deny tip from the top. Don't even in the face of complete adversity and overwhelming evidence against you, deny. Well, we had uh, we had my mate, buddy Brendan Favola, AFL great on a Mad Mondays edition of Land Larrikins that you can get on our Patreon um, a few weeks back and. That's Feb's motto, deny till you die. Yeah. It's always the best blokes saying that. That's a, that's a Trump philosophy to complete life without ever doing anything wrong, <laughs> reportedly. Um, yeah, I had a mate who was a pilot and he said, when that happened, he goes, no, they're asleep, just straight away. Said, no, there's no fucking way they lost radio contact or something. They, they, um, they recommenced radio contact, these two, just before the fighter jets got scrambled. Oh. Like that would have been a much better story slash result if jets went up there to wake them up. Had a look. What a way to wake up. Yeah, because it's creepy because at least on that, remember the famous golfer, Payne Stewart, they lost yeah. air pressure or whatever and everyone just fell asleep. They're all dead and I think they had to shoot it or they followed it until it crashed. Mm. Um, it's creepier to see fly past the passengers all awake, yeah. just read magazines or whatever, get to the front. They're all having a doze up the front. Oh, you'd think something's wrong in the cockpit. Mm. Yeah, pretty good. I mean, sleeping at work, that's fine. I've never been in charge of lots of people, though, but I used to sleep at work whenever I could. Oh, the best. I just go and get a nap. It was one of the things I think we spoke about early on. We had very similar uh, method of sleeping at work, which was feet against the door. Or in the toilets or what? No, no, no. I'd, I uh, I used to work at a law firm and I just I had to, I got this job down. I took a job in the basement just swapping files over. Yeah, pretty much one Manila folder into a new Manila folder, and I'd just listen to shit in yeah. my headphones all day. Occasionally, just doze off, but I'd put my feet against the door. So if they open the door, they hit your feet. You go, "Hey, sorry, man, just moving some stuff." Yeah, I probably talked about this, but I used to like sleep on the floor of the of a stationary cupboard, but I'd spill some paper clips or something or staples beforehand. So if <laughs> someone walks in, it looks like I'm just bending down picking up what I dropped. <laughs> That's a lot quicker than getting up onto your feet and saying, oh, I just fell over or something. So, yeah, that and if the cubicles were not disgusting enough and and I used to have my own cubicle, I'd take a, like a screwdriver in first day and just lock one, <laughs> make it out of order so it was only mine. And then you Mate, could. I just love the idea of you turning up to whatever job you're doing yeah. with a tool belt on. Yeah. Oh, mate, this is office admin. Yeah, yeah, you never know when you need a Stanley knife. Yeah. I've got a drill. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> so what would you do? You'd go into a bathroom yeah, and just lock it. Well, you'd sit, like put the toilet seat down so you're yeah. sitting on the flat part and then uh, if you've got a jacket or a towel or something, yeah. if it's small enough, your head would reach the door. <laughs> you just sleep against the door for half an hour. Now there's an opioid crisis. That'll get you fucking narcan now. Yeah, so just watch where you sleep. Somebody might think you're under the influence of some prescriptive <laughs> pills. Prescription <laughs> Can't pills. Can't even sorry. be tired now without being a fucking victim. Um, do you remember Shank's story about falling asleep oh. at work? That's one of the there's best. There's an episode. There's a podcast. We've mentioned it before. The Mug Off. Um, great lads in Sydney. Um, hilarious podcast. They had a comedian, John Crookshank, on who tell who told a story about, yeah, losing an office job. What did he... And he had a big night the night before and he fell asleep with seek.com on, on the computer. Yeah, he's in front of the computer. He had seek.com, so he's looking for another job, <laughs> fell asleep in front of the computer and they walked in. And he's not only looking for another job at work, he's asleep. Anyway, I don't know if it was a big night, it's just a regular night for the shank. That's quite a network combo there. Oh, yeah. Anyway, this week... Uh, someone who never had big nights. Um, our protagonist is 23-year-old Umar Farouk Abdul Mutalab, and uh, he was a Yemen-based Nigerian man. And no, Nick, we're not going to jump to conclusions until the actual conclusion, please. <laughs> um, he's the son of a of a wealthy Nigerian banker, one of the richest men in Africa. So, how many how many children? Do you reckon this Nigerian banker had? Um, well, your your stock standard one point seven and a picket fence. Yeah, no, no. Nah. Wait, I'm go- I'm going to say my actual guess thirteen. Sixteen. Fuck. Umar is the youngest. Um, he was he was a gifted student and enjoyed playing two things, one of which was basketball. What was the other? The recorder. No. No. Nintendo. Oh, PlayStation, sorry. Yeah. PlayStation. That's what he played. So anyway. Fucking why not? You're not going to get a word in with 15 kids ahead of you in the house. Yeah. I don't know that they're all fucking lots of, you know, triplets and twins and stuff. They'd be gone. Yeah. They'd be well gone. You might have a few uncles living there, but um, I don't know. That's a busy house. I didn't. I didn't look into all his siblings, but uh, he's the most newsworthy one. Umar became a very pious Muslim when he was a teenager, and urged his dad to stop being a banker because um, charging people interest is not cool. And I agree with the boy. I like the cut of his jib. I read an article on ABC a few months ago about Islamic banking. Yeah. In Australia, the interest rates aren't low enough at the minute that I'd consider switching over. But uh, in the future, when that cash rate does rise, yeah. You do it, <laughs> man. They've got, there's a there's a big thing. You're not yeah. You're not meant to charge interest. Yeah, great. That's nice. But why? Like, how's that become that anyway? Like, I park my money somewhere and they fucking charge me. Yeah, is that what we're talking about? No, no, no. I just or no, on a loan. The cash rate in Australia is going to rise, so then banks will raise the interest rate. Yeah, it's going to be you know harder for people to borrow money and whatever. I'm saying it's so low at the minute. I'm not considering converting to Islam. Yeah. But, you know, in the future if it hits five, six percent, hmm. shukran. Well you know. But then how do they how do they make money if they don't charge any interest on loans? You're not meant to. That's the that's the point. But have they got money to loan you? Surely that's finite. Like you can't like they'd give out three or four loans and go, right, the coffers are empty. We're done. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I didn't look into it. All I heard was no interest and that sounds pretty good. And I don't know that NJ Cody would get a look in there. <laughs> um Anyway, it's well, no, 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 it's heaps it, it, normal, guys. Yeah, <laughs> tastes like one, but it's not one. You've got to believe me. <laughs> um, like he, he, you know, he told his dad, You shouldn't be, shouldn't be doing this with money while stopping short of quitting his private schooling, yeah, and later international university and handing back the PlayStation. But still, a principal <laughs> is a principal, so um, a few signs kept the Scotty Pippen jersey. And uh, oh yeah, yeah, and the Air Jordans. <laughs> so I couldn't you see a KFC open up outside the Chairman Mao Museum or something? Oh, f- oh man. there was one I saw a couple couple months ago. There's a KFC at the pyramids. It's <laughs> there was a chick on TikTok saying it's the best view 
you can get KFC and eat it on the roof of the pyramids. Uh, sorry, you can eat on the roof of the KFC at the pyramids and it's the best view of the pyramids. Brilliant. Eating a fucking, eating a zinger box. <laughs> <laughs> the colonel. Um, yeah, a few signs were there that Umar wasn't a happy bloke. In May 2009, he went to the UK to attend a life coaching program there you go. at a fictitious school. So he got he got caught trying to get in doing that. That's a start. So, so they kicked him out, put him on a security list, not allowed in the UK, but the Brits forgot to tell anyone else about it. Oh. Um, jurisdiction, isn't it? Didn't share. Yeah, not sharing info. <laughs> we might be Brexiting in a number of years. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, Do you reckon that should just be on a watch list anyway, flying to meet a life coach? Off. Yeah. <laughs> shouldn't be. That should be on you. <laughs> Like before you get on the plane, are you going to meet a life coach? <laughs> Sorry, mate, you're not. Um, so Umar's gone to Yemen to study and he shared a flat with one of the Kauchi brothers who later went on to murder some cartoonists in Paris in the oh. Charlie Hebdo attacks. Sorry to hear about um, the attack on your people, Peggy. Yeah, cartoonists, love them. Um, the French. <laughs> so in December 2009, right, he's gone from Yemen to Ethiopia and then Ghana and then on December 25, the day we all collectively as a species celebrate the nativity, Umar has gone to Amsterdam for the northwest flight to Detroit. Um, he's, he's clocked in to Amsterdam Airport. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sheepole. Which is very close as to shithole as far as language goes. Not so though. Looks quite nice. Yeah, I've been <clears> there. Have, there. You, have you been there? No. Oh, you've never been to Amsterdam? No, I haven't. Fucking hell. I thought you'd been everywhere except for Bali and Thailand. No. <laughs> Lots of places I haven't been. I don't know if I've spoken about it on here before. I was there a few years ago at Christmas Christmas time. Blackface. Yeah. Yeah. I have spoken about it on here, surely. Yeah, you have. That's why you went, isn't it? <laughs> No, I went to a cafe with my now wife, smoked a joint and walked outside and there was a parade of Svart Pete's, mm. which was just people in blackface. And uh, wow, if, you, if you're not a weed smoker and then you smoke some weed in Amsterdam and see that, you will not forget that day anytime soon. Oh, yeah. That's a lot. Oh, man, lot to take in for sure. Um, at Amsterdam Airport, though, there's not one but two seafood bars. Wow. Uh, bubbles and Happies. Although when it comes to the cloggies, once you cut fish up into rectangles or whack it in jars of brine like they tend to do, is it still even called seafood? I don't know. Um, so during this time, uh, Umar's dad had contacted the CIA, no Jeez. less, and said, look, my son's got extreme views and links to al-Qaeda. He was, uh, he was mates with Anwar al-Awlaki. Al-Awlaki, is that how you say his name? I don't know. It's not in front of me. Um, well, Anwar was the one who later on met his end via a drone attack. Imagine imagine being a warlord and the last thing that happens to you, your final nemesis is just a nerd who is good at remote control. Man, the, the real-life PlayStation. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, They're getting kids that are, like, great at Call of Duty and shit to join. To join up. Yeah. Do it for real. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of future problems out of that. Kids going, oh, yeah. what? I, didn't, I thought it was just on a, you know. Anyway. Um, so the Seppos put Umar on a watch and act list, but not on the no-fly list. Just, just watch him. <laughs> Surely if you're on the watch list, it's an automatic addition to the no-fly list, I'd think. Apparently not. The watch list is huge. The no-fly uh-huh. list is only a few thousand names, um, but he's realistically should have been on it. So anyway, the, um, the eight-hour, 40-minute flight went fairly uneventfully. Until I know who we can't blame here. Alcohol. Definitely not. <laughs> That's out. Um, as it was approaching Detroit, Umar 
went into the toilet for 20 minutes and then he and then he came out and just put a blanket over himself. It's obviously cold oh. from all that, whatever he did in there. So if it was booze, I would have assumed possibly shit his Dax. No. I mean, then everyone started smelling something burning and hearing popping noises. Um, Never good. Who's sitting nearby? It's only Dutch film director Jasper Schuringer, and he's the first to act. He thought, I know that smell. That's burning pubes. Um, <laughs> Umar's trouser leg was on fire. Now, do you reckon Jasper had been bullied or has bullied? Because if you're smelling burning pubes, there's a bullying situation afoot. Yeah. Nobody's lighting their own pubes. No, I wouldn't think so, unless it's a blue angel gone wrong. Something's gone amiss while you're trying to light up a fart. You shouldn't be pulling a manoeuvre like that if you're that fucking unco. Um, Is that what you call them, the blue angel? Lighting a fart, yeah. Lighting a fart? Yeah. Is what that do you no, call it? Are the blue angels, aren't they that, are they like the Air Force trick group? Don't know. Are they? I think so. Like a maybe that's a red baron. <laughs> uh, blue angel, and then later on the red bull. Um, yeah, the wall of the plane was on fire as well. Jesus, Is it blue angels. You looking it up? I am. Ah, oh, no. What are blue angels? Ambassadors of U.S. naval aviation. Yeah, they're the demonstration squadron. Oh, okay. I assume that's why it's called the blue angel because they just shoot that it shoots the, out the flames. <laughs> Learn something every day. Oh, um, so Jasper, he's jumped on him and held him down, sustaining some burns himself. Before the flight attendants turned up and doused them both with a fire extinguisher, and that's when Boomer was taken up the front. He dacked himself pretty much. His trousers burnt off, and he had nasty <laughs> burns to his legs. Oh, and a flight attendant said, "What'd you have in there?" He said, "Explosive device." Wow, that's what he had in his jocks. Fuck. So. He's using PETN or, you know, Penta as it's known. PETN, something I looked into, right? And oh, I'm expecting geez. a knock on my door from ASIO <laughs> any fucking minute. Well, um, they were going to do it anyway. Yeah. This is, you, that just put you on the no-fly list. I guess we're driving to we're – dri- you're driving to Melbourne and Brizzy for the live shows? <laughs> Murderpedia oh. into Penta or whatever the fuck you've just looked up. <laughs> yeah. Well, structurally pretty similar to nitroglycerin. It's a, uh, it's a secondary <laughs> explosive and a common ingredient in most bombshells and missiles, but also used for demolition. Um, as you might guess, not as volatile as a primary explosive, but I still don't reckon I'd put any down my fucking DAX. <laughs> um, but the thing with it is, like, you can't just light it and make it explode. It needs a forceful shock, like a blasting cap or something. So I don't know how he was planning on it detonating, but a match wasn't the way to go. He just lit it. Yeah. Lit, like lit up his own undies. <laughs> Didn't fucking work. Oh, that's embarrassing. Yeah. Maybe. Like I thought about this. Maybe he thought someone like Jasper would just knee him in the balls really hard and that'd set it off. <laughs> and that'd be like that the most unlikely and ironic successful attack stories. And we'd never know about it. How much of a doofus Umar really was for getting it wrong. What like the bloke holding the grenade without the pin in it? Yeah. Holding the thing down? If you touch me, it blows. Yeah, a bit like He's that. watched a few too many 80s action films. <laughs> but he's just set his own dick and balls. <laughs> yeah, he's learned nothing from shoe bomber Richard Reed, who used the very same stuff in December 2001, failed to make it go off. But um, did you get the uh, – oh. there's a news article with Jasper Schuringer. Certainly did, and fucking Jasper's got tickets on himself. I was I was on the on the right side of the plane and the suspect was on the left, so there were quite some 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 seats in uh, in between. So when I when I saw that the suspect he was getting on fire and uh, you know I freaked of course and uh, w- without any hesitation I just jumped over all the seats and I, I just jumped to the suspect and because I was thinking oh you know like he's trying to blow up the plane. Jasper, he loves it. This is the film director. Yeah. Yeah. He's a bit of a reluctant hero. It's not the only time he talked about how he never hesitated to be the hero. And at that moment, I was like, oh, my God, this is, this is, this is wrong. And I just, I, without hesitation, I, don't know, I just made myself over there. I jumped over some people. Oh, yeah, hero. <laughs> I'm a hero the 
Ah, oh, Jasper Sharinga. Just tell it like it is with that trademark Dutch charm we all know and love. <laughs> um, well, they're the funniest. Ah, oh, yeah. I mean, he's just he's just some fucking bloke. He's not a hero. He's just a dude. Like if you're ever in a hostage situation, siege, you might as well just be that bloke. You're in potentially pretty big trouble. The options, I reckon. Just have a crack. Yeah, they're like die quickly, die quietly, you know, die a bloke who had a bloody go or succeed and never buy a drink for the rest of your life. Mm. Like he'd be he'd be looked after. Although I reckon that concept has a shelf life. People are generous. You get called a scab after a year. You walk in and go, it's me, Jasper. Get me get me the usual. <laughs> you reckon I he's the one? 300 people. He's trying, to, um, he's trying to get the, uh, it's like the 20-year reunion together. Hey, guys, we should all meet up. Everybody buy me For drinks. Sure. I'm Jasper. Yeah. I mean, those things wear off. Imagine that. Your local is the same as Stephen Bradbury's. And he'd work, oh, it's fucking Stephen Bradbury again. I suppose we'll have to buy me beer. Is that the rule? You mentioned Stephen Bradbury at a Triple M event last year uh, before it might have been a league game or something. He, he turned up. Yeah. He was there to give a bit of a rah-rah speech. Yeah, good speaker. And, and push his own beer, last man standing or last one standing. Great. He's got his own brewery, does he? Or just whack a label on a fucking VB and put it out like every other bastard? <laughs> no idea. Had some interesting views, though, on uh, why his beer was the best. Oh, okay. Because he's <laughs> a brewer. Yeah, where it was brewed and what country owns it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Let me guess 100% was thrown around that term. <laughs> uh, I think the I think the free beers thing just wears off. I, I wouldn't want it. Someone gives me a free beer, I immediately think there's a chance I'll wake up two days later with a fucking My Little Pony or something stuck in my freckle. It's weird people out there. You've got to keep your wits about you. No such thing as free stuff. No. Um, Although I, uh, Mark Donaldson, the SAS soldier received the Victoria Cross. Mm. I said, surely that. I think at an RSL, Dono's all right. He'd be the one you want to bring with you to an RSL. Oh, for sure. He's getting a few free schooners thrown his way. Yeah. He'd be allowed to drink them at dusk when the rest of us have to stand there quietly. <laughs> he wants. You just hear He's that. He's done enough. <laughs> the most yeah. minute song. <laughs> they go, it's all right, it's Dono. Yeah. <laughs> They can open cans in the minute silence. Yeah. Um, so Jasper was an actor and assistant director. Try finding him in anything when he's an anti-terrorism hero. That's the problem. You can sort of, you can toil away at something your whole life and then end up on the news for something completely unrelated and that's it for your career. <laughs> that's, you're gone. You're on page 65 of Google with what you actually wanted to do with your life. He's... um. Unless you've got the presence of mind to be a psychopath and plug yourself on the news when you oh. caught a baby or something out of a building. <laughs> Which I I would back you in catching a baby out of a building. You wouldn't hesitate. I know you're a brave man, Heggy, and strong enough to do that. But I could definitely see a um, caught the baby. I'm actually fine. It did knock a three-pack of my Luke Heggy tip wrap pencils out of my pocket, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> LukeHeggy.com, always shifting units. Oh, well, shifted units. Took, I took my lessons from Michael Jackson's dad. He didn't think he's gone too soon. Not soon enough for him doing plugs at the fucking funeral. <laughs> Plugging Sunshine Records as he's following the coffin. Was he at the funeral? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. He and his, he's, yeah, he's plugging his new record label. Wow. Well, there's no way I'm going to live longer than you, but if I somehow do, I do look forward to the merch desk. <laughs> oh, there'll be merch. <laughs> Before rigor mortis sets in, just put my hands like that and have some pencils or something in them. All right. Everybody check chugging a carpenter pencil in the hole. <laughs> yeah. Instead of Jesus. Oh. Oh man. Um funnily enough, Jasper Wright, he had a bit part in a film called All Stars Two, Colon All Stars, Old Stars. Beg your pardon. His part his part was man in aeroplane. Fuck yeah. And I, um, it's on YouTube. I flick through the film. Terrible. Uh, it's one of those men's midlife crisis films where a bunch of blokes pass their prime, try to reassemble their football team for one last mission. Um, as it was, though, this was made in 2011, and one of their mates, one of their mates, was a Muslim, 
on a he's going to meet them and he was on a plane. They had him in the full garb on the plane. And when he realizes he's on the wrong plane, different one to his mates, he starts yelling and wants to get off. Jasper jumps over a lot of people and tackles him without hesitation, of course. Method. So it's a little bit Stephen Slater where they've when he yeah. appeared in Larry Gay. Yep. Very, right. very just a cameo. <laughs> No dialogue, just jumped over and tackled a Muslim on a plane. Got him. Now that international borders are open, I reckon we could get this bloke just to a live show and if anyone yells out, fuck, get him. Yeah. Go on, Jasper, get him. <laughs> That's what he's gone from. Like a, I don't back him here. Yeah, I don't know. In Australia. Nobody's getting bashed by a Jasper in the land down under. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't let it happen. <laughs> um. <laughs> Anyway, as soon as they, like Jasper held him down, he got a he got a round of applause when he got back to his seat. He sustained some burns himself, and I don't want to detract from him. Like, but but he's a guy who's like his his um his life. He wanted to be a director, actor, filmmaker. Next thing, he's doing a fucking parody cameo in something number two, straight to video Dutch film. So don't know, man. We are we are giving him a little bit of shit, but oh, it's a good effort. You, if you're on right side of the plane and this bloke's on the left, yeah. I assume it's a plane that is large enough to have a middle section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's gone across four people. Absolutely. Who are just sitting there open-mouthed. You'd like to think I'd, you'd do the same. <laughs> Get out of the way. I'd be looking at them for the rest of the flight. Yeah. Nice effort, fuckhead. Yeah. Glad I scuffed your pants. <laughs> You're going to try something next time? What will it take for you to do something as I'm just getting maggot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Soft cocks. You can just scream whatever you want when you're already the hero. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You can get away with a lot when you're a hero. Um, as soon as they landed in Detroit, uh, Marta City, Umar's status changed immediately, just like his undies. Status arrested. Yeah. He, um, he got read his rights. Big mistake, according to, to some vocal Republican politicians. But um, not before he was interrogated for eight hours before they let him get medical care. Oh yeah, like he's he's sitting there with some pretty savage burns, all that like yeah. in the fucking area, and uh, they said, "Oh, do you want a hot cup of tea, mate?" Just that's just like whatever. Just <laughs> you want my flask of coffee? I'll pour it right near you. That sort of thing. What'd you do? Who, who made you do it? I know what I'd be doing. Giving him some fucking salt and vinegar chips. There you go, mate. Heard you've been hungry. Just, drop just pulling some. those out. Ouch! 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 Yeah. <laughs> Salt and vinegar dick crumbs on his dick and balls. There you go. Offering, yeah, <laughs> offering him a Chinese third degree burn. Um, they must have hosed his clothes off him too. Like you can't, like your clothes melt on you when you do that sort of thing. Um, anyway, oh. the wheels of justice moved pretty quickly on this one. Went to trial not long after touchdown. Umar, and you're like this, he did what all renegades do. Dismissed his defence counsel. Oh, and I've got this. Yeah, they thought. Obviously, they thought. Thank goodness, this was unwinnable. Um, he defended himself. Always a big mistake. But again, we we knock the we knock lawyers all the time. But I do stand by. I think this is their version of a corporate gig for us. We're going to fucking take it in the face oh, here, everyone. For sure. Well, let's get the cash and get the fuck out. Yeah, but you're not getting the W <laughs> in that. Column. No W. We're going to feel no worse. Way. <laughs> but we will be able to pay rent. Let's get in there, help this lad out. Your mate and serial fucking tip rat Brett Blake <laughs> does this for traffic fines, etc., with the largely good results, I know. But um, By the way, we may get him uh, at a live show coming up because he's the drunkest bloke I've ever seen on a flight. Yep. Um, and, yeah, I believe he's 7-0 and or 8-0 yeah. when defending himself in court. Why well, I, I know a bloke who's edited in the nineties and things were a bit different. Like not everyone was supposed to have a voice pre internet. Also Queensland? Maybe, yeah. He got yeah. fucking done. Like immediately. Oh, yeah. They're just like, You don't have a lawyer, get fucked. You're yeah. done. They don't like that. That was the magistrate. Get fucked. Yeah. Same thing with the the American dream. Does not extend to cutting out middlemen. They hate that. <laughs> um so the case has begun and straight after the prosecution's opening arguments, Umar Changed his plea from not guilty to guilty. He must have thought, actually, I'm out of my depth here. They do have some pretty compelling evidence. Uh, thanks. To- this is this is not he said, she said. 
your fucking ball bags torched to your leg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oops. Um, Oops. <laughs> he's got. <laughs> he's earned himself life in the clink. Oh, and you can't uh, even you can't even blame booze. That's where you've made a mistake. Mm. Well, thanks to Jasper, two hundred eighty nine people get to keep polluting Earth. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you face like two hundred eighty nine attempted murder charges. Here's something interesting too on this case. Two days later, like December twenty seven, on flight two five three again, exactly the same flight. A Nigerian man was in the toilet for an hour. Mm. And passengers expressed concern, like fresh in everybody's minds, a Christmas Day underwear bomber on the same flight, uh, same route, sorry, same yeah. flight route. Um, hard to know what to do there. Like you may appear racist for doing so or you may save a lot of goddamn American lives for being alert. Also, you know, I reckon that it happened a lot because it's an airport with two seafood restaurants. Yeah. I reckon there's a lot of people spending vast amount of times in a toilet in the oh, sky. Exactly. If you're eating if you're eating fucking terminal three scallops, yeah. People are gonna be doing some plain shits. Fuck yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what I mean, I th- like we all rest easier now knowing how fucking hard it is to get contraband onto a plane. But this bloke, they even told Obama. They said, you know, g'day, Mr. President, Nigerian bloke just Followed through on a fart on a plane, <laughs> dodgy oysters at Bubble Seafood in Amsterdam on the end. On you know that was it. As you were, sir. <laughs> Imagine the pres- president getting fucking you know food poisoning stories <laughs> on the red phone. That's all I'd want to hear about is people shitting themselves in public. Yeah, as the president, that's got to be in the morning briefing. So we came across this. Yeah, in Wisconsin, a man has shit himself. Yes, great. All right, now the grim stuff. Like we always joke about how much of a joke Australia is in terms of news and stuff. But when the front page is someone shooting themselves or, you know, <laughs> fucking crocodile on the main street, you go, oh, actually, pretty good place to live if that's the main story. Yeah. Not too much going on. Well, the, um, the main story now, as we spoke about the other week, the main story, the Herald Sun down here in Melbourne now is generally just a flat screen TV. Yeah, absolutely. It's on, se- it's on sale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dyson vacuum cleaner, 200 off. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, you can, you can be, like Uma, you can be the youngest child of a wealthy banker who goes and becomes a mechanical engineer in London if you want, but you've still got to know some basic chemistry to get your head around bombs. Mm. Like it's got to be a bit more to it than just reading books. <laughs> also, he was the president of the London Student Islamic Society and in the space of three years... Four of those presidents were charged with terrorism-related offences. Like, stay away from like political office, even if it's student-related. That's for white-collar crime. You want to do some violent stuff, don't be the fucking mayor. Just be a regular bounty hunter or something. Rambo never tried to get elected to office or anything. He'd fucking win easily. He just got on with his violence on his own terms. People left him alone. Drawing attention to yourself, worst possible thing you can do. He could have succeeded if he didn't do that. That, so you're uh, saying, hold on, four presidents at that of the Islamic Students uh, Society in London arrested. That's um, one what, after the other. What would they say in rugby league? There's bad culture. Yeah, that's bad culture here. We've got <laughs> to look at the problem. internal culture. Yeah, culture problem. Got to do some soul searching and uh, come back 110 percent better. <laughs> um, interestingly, too, and this could have changed history. Um, Umar asked his parents if he could get married when he was 21. They said, no way, get fuck, fuck off. You haven't got your <laughs> master's degree yet. Oh, yeah? That would have changed everything, I reckon, if his parents just supported him. Yeah. Imagine imagine a woman letting you leave the house with a crotch full of anything, let alone plastic <laughs> explosives. Yeah. Tell you what's not happening. worse than blue balls, burnt ones. Yeah. <laughs> 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 It's a, it is good anyway. that we, you know what, we are fishing here. We thought, well, you can't blame booze. He's Muslim. Mm. He, he hasn't put his hand up and said mental illness. No. But it's 2021. It is clearly someone else's fault. Yeah. And it's good we have figured out the parents said no to him getting married. So oh, the they've, parents didn't they've got to cop that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, a, you know, it's sad to see the story of a failed American record attempt for most new angels in the sky in one hit, <laughs> which w- it would have surpassed the one achieved by American Airlines Flight 191 with a body count of 273. Only just, but it would have got there 
One nine one was that nine? No, that was a nine eleven, was it? That was nineteen seventy nine. That record okay. has stood. Is that what about the two planes? Oh, you're not saying in the sky. I was going to say on the runway. That's five hundred. Well, the two planes were both northwest planes as well. Like he would have blown northwest up. Like it would have been fucking northwest. They have done a lot. No, what was the air crash investigations at where a plane's coming to land on the same runway that one was taking off, and they hit? And I think it was like five hundred. Yeah, it was two northwest planes. Oh, but I think they're talking about solo one plane. Yeah, a solo plane. That was, you know, that's cheating. That's like a tandem yeah. bike in a single bike race. Of course, you're going to win. <laughs> Do you reckon? Uh, what are you talking about? Bit annoyed up there in heaven that day. The last minute cancellation. Yeah, yeah put it all away. <laughs> Pack them up. Put the paperwork <laughs> away. Another time. <laughs> Jasper saved us. Um, that one, 1979 one. That was a humble malfunction. Engine fell off, and they lost control. Crashed. Anyway, dare to dream big, everyone. Um, I'm, I'm going to have to go anyway. Mate. I've, got a, I've got an unexploded bomb in my underwear right now. <laughs> Spent most of my life with an undetonated bomb in my Grundies. Just deal with it on a day-to-day basis. Shut up and get on with it. Stiff upper lip. Again, you'll, you will make your own beef jerky, but you will succumb to the airport seafood every time. Oh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a demon for going for street food. Just live like the locals. I used to do that. Like you go, you're in a third world country, you go, what do you mean? Restaurant, Western food, fuck off. I'm getting a bowl of tripe that's sort of lukewarm from someone sitting on the street and it's not even – it's just in her dress. She's sitting down with a like a dress full of food. You know, I'll a bit of that. I'll always try that. Get food poisoning oh. first day. Get it out of the way. It's like COVID. Get around, lick the door. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't get out of the way. No. Um, but anyway, that's, that's the story of Umar. Anyway, enjoy your Kingsford Smith International Airport lobster bisque. And we'll see you next week. Merry Christmas, everyone. (laughs) Merry fucking Christmas, I think you might find. Some people say it. (coughs) Yummy. Alrighty, well, Merry fucking Christmas and Happy fucking New Year, you cunts. Christmas. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. See you, mate. Copulated. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.